Okay, this is a big one. This is one that deserves more than the amount of time I'm giving it, but um, and more planning. But I'm kind of on a roll, and I want to just get get the conversation started. But does it scale? This is the question that has haunted me since day one of Livewire, and my journey, my Livewire journey, has been a massive lesson in overcoming doubts, uh, really pushing through them, and just doing it consistently over a long period of time. So Liveware was a proof of concept in PHP for a tool that exists in Elixir in Phoenix. Um, Elixir is great at uh, concurrency. And by concurrency, I mean like a process running on the server that's continuing and that a user is connecting to over WebSockets on the front end and has a consistent connection to a concurrent connection. And the user can make a request on the front end to the back end to change a real runtime object and it will change in real runtime metal, you know? So that's what I started out building Livewire as. The proof of concept was that. And I'm like, there was some video I post on Twitter at one point that I'm like laughing to myself, like, this is crazy. There's a counter that exists in PHP, like a count variable that exists. And when you hit plus, you tell the server to change that variable in real time. Okay, so that that at first it was this like toy project that was just super attractive to me. But it wasn't attractive to me because of the cool tech behind it. What was attractive to me was the concept of not having to deal with all the glue code of Ajax and everything. Because basically, in my mind, Livewire is just taking care of all of the all of that glue code nonsense you're dealing with when you're dealing with Vue.js. Because you're doing a lot of the same things. You're listening to events, you're reacting to them, you're sending Ajax requests and updating data or fetching data and changing the page, but you're doing it all yourself. So what if there was something that did it all for you and you could not have to deal with, sp- with separate endpoints that return JSON in a standard format that's restful and tested and all that stuff? What if you could just access PHP from JavaScript. Wouldn't that just be freaking magical? And that's that's the whole concept that just drove me. Everything else is just an implementation implementation detail, even WebSockets as a core concept, which was, you know, sort of came a bit later. Anyway, so uh, does it scale? First, it was just a pet project, so it didn't really matter if it scaled or not. I didn't really care. I was just having fun. Then I start, you know, I got into the project maybe about a month into it and I'd like put a lot into it. I'd been blogging and doing screencasts and this thing lingered in the back of my mind. That's like, oh boy, I looked at every possible WebSocket implementation for PHP and I always had this this scared feeling of like, man, if people can't just use pusher for this, like this is going to be, this is going to be potentially not viable for a lot of people. Would I want to deal with WebSocket infrastructure for PHP? No, I definitely wouldn't. Would I want to do that in production? No, I would not have. I would not want to have to make sure that a WebSocket process is running, doesn't fail, and can handle unlimited or a ton of connections that get thrown at it. That's a hard task. The default with uh, PHP FPM is like a thousand something concurrent connections or. I don't know, whatever. I was using Ratchet. There's all these different tools. None of them are like first class citizens like Phoenix Channels, which is Phoenix's answer to WebSockets. So honestly, it just kind of was this thing that laid low. But like I said, I, I believe in Livewire. I believe in the tech um, or in the, you know, in the use case of it. So I just kept moving forward with it, which is kind of insane. And I remember having some real low points. There were a bunch of really low points. I'm literally in Disney World having a bad day. We, we moved to basically Disney World for two months. Uh, it's like snowboarding and I quit my job and I worked on Livewire. 
And that's kind of where all where a lot of these early things happened. And I'm in Disney World. I'm like having a bum day because I feel like liveware is over. My brain, I'm like, it's over. Like this isn't viable as a legit awesome solution for like real production apps like for everybody. So why am I wasting my time? Like this is, you know, and I would always tell people like, oh, you know, I'm just kind of working on it for now, but who knows? Yeah, it's probably not gonna, you know. But in like deep down, I just like something in me refused to stop working on it because it's just so uh, I don't know. It's so enticing this prospect that it offers us. Um, so anyway, I'm at Epcot and I'm walking out of Epcot and, uh, well, I guess I'll, I'll fill in, I'll fill in a gap here. I created a Ajax driver for liveware for my little local liveware toy playground at the time. Um, because I was like, if the WebSocket connection, if I changed a file, I had to restart the WebSocket server. So I would have to do that every time. And I'm like, oh, that's really annoying. Well, what if I just create a little Ajax driver that does this uh, so that I don't have to deal with WebSockets, that it rehydrates and everything? It's funny that I put all this work into making an Ajax driver. At the time, I don't remember it being a lot of work, but like I did it even though I didn't need it. And it turns out that was like the best decision I ever made. So I started using the Ajax driver locally. I thought like, oh, this is one of those things like the inline script tag, like, oh, this is just like bad. This is just too, too janky. Like, I'm not going to actually ship with this. Like, people aren't going to use that because Ajax, oh, it's so slow. You know, that's just be crazy. Um, But I used it myself. Then I was uh, at Epcot and I basically realized I had this moment of clarity where I was like, the only way forward is the Ajax driver. Like, that's the only way forward. The WebSockets thing, I'll keep it around but I need to own Ajax. Like I need to make it because if I owned Ajax, then the tech I'm requiring people to have to use Livewire is Ajax, which every browser has and everybody uses. It's it's just like saying you need PHP to run Livewire, you know? It's like zero infrastructure to use this tool. That's insane. Like this, then I could make the setup like cake, like nothing, like everybody could include it in their apps instantly. And how could that not be like incredibly easy to onboard and become popular and and, uh, powerful, you know? So it just was sort of clear to me, there was this moment of clarity and I felt amazing. I was on like top of the world. I was like, I fixed it in my brain. I fixed it. I fixed the thing. The answer, the question in my head that was like, Livewire has a timeline on it. It has like a death, uh, an expiration date, the date where I figure out that this WebSockets thing is not going to work, I removed that and was like, I could really own this. Then I got into like researching all the other people who do sorts of things like this, like GitHub does this and basically solidified my position as feeling like this is okay. And now I'm 100% confident that like this is totally the right way and it's great. Um, and this is where it's diverged from LiveView, like LiveWare uses Ajax. And, bec- and because of that, we're not doing animations. We're not making games like LiveView is like, we're, we're submitting forms and validating and showing data and tables and real-time search stuff that like we're actually doing in UIs, like not like games and stuff. So I find it to actually be a more practical approach and, uh, and it affords us all sorts of cool things. And there's lots of creativity to, to be, um, smart with resources. Anyway, does it scale? Now it does. Does Ajax scale? Does GitHub scale? Yeah. So liveware scales and that, that, that question has been answered for me. And now I never have to worry about like answering GitHub issues about how to keep WebSocket concurrent connections over uh, on and then like my friends like not wanting to tell me, but actually feeling like they're never going to use this because like it's going to require WebSocket. So 
oh, does it scale? It does now. And it was a long time until I came to that conclusion. So I hope this has been an inspiration for you that if you're working on a project that you have doubts about, like technical implementation doubts, push through them. If you believe in it, push through it, work on it and work on it and work on it and iterate on it and iterate on it because you cannot predict that in three months you might have some stroke of inspiration or it might evolve in such a way that now the original problem doesn't even exist and it's taken on a new form. So I hope this has been uh, an inspiration for you and your projects. Uh, I really, really, honestly, I'm going to say it one more time. I've learned the biggest lesson I've learned with Livewire is like, I'm probably going to say that multiple times about different things, but the biggest lesson I've learned in Livewire is that if you if you think something's impossible or if there's like a technical hurdle, it's just a challenge. It's not a, it's not a stop sign. It's just like a hill that you have to climb. Um, you can push through anything. There is not one thing I have not been able to conquer, which is crazy. With enough like work and sitting and talking to people, you will come to something. And that is like the most empowering thing in the world. So T-T-Y-L-T-T-F-N. Uh, enjoy your day. Thank you for listening.